Here we are, folks. Another episode of the OCNA podcast, the recaps, the epilogues, okay? Today we're going to take a look at number four on the countdown. But before we get there, all right, just to recap exactly what we're doing here. Volume one of the OCNA podcast has come to a close, okay? Volume one, 2020, what a year it was. So as we were looking towards the down the line at the, the end of the year, me and Abe had a conversation and realized, hey, let's do a recap of like our top 10, our wrap up for the year. And so we've gone through thus far, obviously episodes uh, are numbers 10 through five at this point. Do yep, yourself a yep. favor, go back, listen to those recaps and listen to the original episodes that they talk about. But in the meantime, before we hop to episode four, Abe, what's up, bro? Hey. What's up, what's up, what's up? Everything is good, you know? Happy December, happy December. The second week of December is upon us. Like, it's crazy. We're There's five weeks in December. So it's crazy. It's like, yo, whew, we are finally about to end 2020. After all is said and done, we're about to end 2020. And, and you know, it's been good, especially the, this past weekend. You know, this past weekend has been quite eye-opening, enlightening, and fulfilling. Um, if I can say so myself, uh, a lot of recent developments, you know, um, 2021 is definitely going to be special. 2021 is definitely going to be special, especially what we have in store for the show. Um, we're definitely going to, oh yeah, oh yeah, true, 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 true. What is, where's the wood? I think this is wood. All right. I hope so. I don't know. Shoot. It better be wood. Or else I just jinx myself. But anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I've been good. I've been good. Been happy. Been blessed. And continue to look forward and continue to improve. How about you? Same, man. You know, six weeks into dad life. Uh, and it is definitely the best life. Loving this little guy. I can't believe he's already six six weeks old. I caught him holding his bottle the other day and I almost slapped it out of his hands. Like, hey, man, come on, dude. You can't be growing up this quick on me. You, 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 you got to. Hey, when he hungry, he hungry. Why are you why are you stepping in between him and his Come food? Come on, man. Holding I need I need you to get can't be flying by. Next thing I know, I'm gonna be sitting there watching him on draft night and and, and, hey, and if I'm not invited to the to the house to be sitting there, I'm gonna be real, real upset. Bro, what a I'm night this will be. Yeah, hopefully the world is to a point by that time where we can we can all be together and celebrate. If not, God help us all. As long as no one's wearing kente cloth at the Listen, draft. No kente cloth. <laughs> we'll wear something native, but not no kente cloths out here. Okay? No. <laughs> Anyone coming in with a kente cloth is exiting immediately. Grand opening, oh, grand man. closing. Okay? There better not be any 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 uh any sportscasters wearing kente cloth, okay? With the way the world is going, with, with this most recent NBA draft that we had, oh, or NBA says for Nigerian Basketball Association, that might be the case. Okay, that oh, might be the case. Ten of them, ten of them. Oh man, go top, all lottery picks, all Nigerian. It's coming. That's it's a, coming. that's a beautiful thing. That's it's a beautiful thing. thing. But let's get into it, man. Um, number four on our countdown was an episode titled "Vibing with Dilly," and. Um, I think actually, Abe, you're probably better to, to introduce this episode. What what went down in this episode? Oh yeah, so you know, um, I'm biased by all means. This is a biased take, 
but I was able to have my cousin, uh, Dilapo Balogun. She was a guest for us, and she's a former uh, Division One basketball player. Um, used to play at Southeast Mississippi, Southeast Missouri, and then um, also for uh, San Fran University. And so it was pretty dope the fact that uh, she was able to come on and just talk about her career, um, what it was like battling injuries, and then how she takes that love for basketball, that, that athlete's passion, and how she applies it to other areas in her life, you know, such as her academics. She's she's looking to be a registered dietitian, um, open up her own practice, and then she started up her own clothing brand called uh, Shop Dillies. And with the clothing brand, also, mind you, when you go back to that episode, I when I was listening, I was like, yo, my audio was cutting up. Like, Bro, it sounded like I fifth was, quarter audio. Yo, I was like, dang, this this how y'all gonna do me on this one? Like, stream y'all, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna, you gonna violate me like this? But anyway. Won't let us be great. Yeah, but, you know, Dilapo, she was just great to have on a joy um getting to know her more for the fans um and just the success of her brand at the time that she appeared it was right before her first drop which was the happiness collection and now um where i think she dropped that september now we're in december all her collections so far she's dropped four with a couple bonus ones so i think about a total of five to six collections she's dropped with a current Christmas one right now. You seen those Christmas sweaters? The red Fuego, ones? Fuego, bro. Fuego. I've oh, man. That, every collection except for the first one. That reindeer one is hilarious. Straight <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, But no, nah, for real, it was just so dope to just have her on, you know, former athlete, entrepreneur, uh, a family relative, and to just give her um, this platform to really just speak um, life, not only um, for us, but to whoever was listening. And just to to be like, look, you know, sometimes the journey gets tough. Because for her, the journey was tough. She got she had to have several surgeries. And you know, if you're a ball player, when it comes to the legs, when you have multiple surgeries on your legs, you know, that's, that's tough. Especially when you got to focus about rehab, and then you deal with re-injury. Like we look at the NBA now, we see players that have constantly had to deal with that. I mean, you look at Clay Thompson, just coming back from the uh, Achilles, and then he tears his ACL. It's tough to rehab, but it's something you have to put yourself through if if you're about that. You know, in my opinion, rehab really determines who's really dedicated and who's not to the craft. And so, fortunately for us, um, I happen to have a cousin who's really dedicated, and now she's known success. So. You know, shout out to the Lapo, shout out to Shop Dillies, and yo, 2021, the website, her website is coming, so you can cop some more gear, because like I said, those those loungewears, the the oversized extra large and large sweaters, t-shirts, crew necks, long, uh, hoodies, those are dope, and then the fact that what makes it so unique and special is that they have a Spotify code on the cuffs, uh, like on the sleeve, and they each... Each collection is to a personally curated playlist that she made. So it's pretty dope that she adds her own personality and flavor, not only into the clothing, but to combine it with the music. It's just great. So uh, mad love to her, big ups to her, and just keep uh, 
praying for her continued blessings, continued success, continued growth. It was so fun to have her on the show. Such a um, a change of pace, you know, because I've always wanted to have uh, a woman, uh, especially a woman of color, to to hop on the show. Because, like I said, we're not just a bunch of just. I'm not here just to cater to to the male population. Like, no, I want to I want to reach everybody for, with OSA and AIM. Um, I want to cover all areas and all fields. And trust me, you'll see that definitely a lot in 2021. Yo. Good stuff. I, I must say this as well. She was our third guest, man. Like, I forget how many guests yeah, we really had this year. It felt like, okay, no guests, no guests, no guests. And then the second we had our first guest, who we'll talk about in the next episode, uh, number three on the countdown, it felt like, okay, we're having a guest almost every month now. Um, so right. it was good stuff. It was great having her. Great having, uh, this ain't just the place where we bring family on just to bring family on, but to mm-hmm. have family on and folks who are quality, we appreciate it. Uh, like Abe said, you know, we're, we don't just want to cater to the male population. We know women like sports too. And, 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 of course. You know, uh, look at the Cover Zero podcast, for example. They got a, a woman host. Shout out to Brandy over there, moderating, making it happen. But Gosh. also, uh, we support uh, we support black business as well. Let's just of let's course. keep it a buck. First and foremost, black businesses, small businesses, we here for that. We here for it all. Yeah, we, we want to see, because we know in the world that we live in, it's not about the corporations, okay? It's it's the, the little folks making it happen, the entrepreneur making it happen. And so if you're an entrepreneur out there, you're a black business out there, holla at us, okay? We, 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 we want to work with you. We want to platform you. We want to show you love. Um, so yeah, come talk to us, okay? Osa and Abe, we got, we got love. Seriously, if you, if you look at... Our most recent purchases in this life, I guarantee you, the majority of them are from small businesses. Uh, because also over here, we do believe, Osa and Abe, that we should be using our gifts and our talents to make the world around us better. So, holla, make it happen, y'all. Come talk to us. Also, just something I want to run by, you know, at, at about that point in the world, the NBA playoffs had already kicked off. And... Oh boy. One. Let me see if I can get this series correct. Oh yes. The Clippers and Nuggets. That was <laughs> no, a fun little series. series. That was a fun oh, little series. series. It was a fun little series. Uh the, the for those of y'all who don't remember or know, the Clippers went up 3-1 in that series and ended up losing the series in seven games. Now, here's what I felt about that series, Abe. The Clippers were who well at least I knew. You and I, the Clippers were who you and I thought they were, okay? I I had said it at the top of the year, at the top of the season. I did not believe in the Clippers. Not because they didn't have the talent. I know folks were were going bananas after that first, uh, that opening night game in which they beat the Lakers. It it seemed like every time they played the Lakers, folks wanted to get bananas. You know, ah, the Kings, the new Kings of LA. Kawhi had his his ridiculous commercial with the little King keychain and all of that. Here was here was why I felt, even at the top of the year, that I that I just couldn't buy into the Clippers from a basketball standpoint. Doc Rivers said that best case scenario, Kawhi would play sixty six games through the year. Sixty six. That means Kawhi would miss probably every fifth game or so. You're you're already saying that your star player is going to miss sixteen games during the season for load management. Then we already know the injury issues that Paul George has and had. 
Um, Paul George at the beginning of the year um, had to take some games off due to injury. Then couple into that, your two star players are going to be missing games. And then watching the Clippers, they just didn't have an offensive identity. And I said that out loud one day. And the next thing I know, I'm hearing Doc Rivers say it in a press conference. Like, yeah, we're we still trying to figure out our offensive identity. So a team where your star players aren't going to be playing the majority of the games. Well, they're not going to be uh, together enough. And you have no offensive identity. In terms of chemistry and gelling at the right time, not going to happen. And that's what happened against the Nuggets. They did not gel at the right time. And those young, hungry McNuggets came out. And Jamal Murray continued the tear he was on. And Paul George is over here shooting shots off the side of the backboard in a closeout game. They got beat by 20-plus in a closeout game, Abe. Dude, that was embarrassing. I mean, and and it's crazy, too, because on top of that, now we're, we've been seeing the fallouts, you know. Uh, shout out to your Lakers for for uh, what is extracting your spy um, from the Clippers and bringing them back. <laughs> I remember, uh, oh, what episode was it? I forgot what episode it was. When oh, it was the Blues and Hogwash when you were telling me that we are the Celtics are going to sign Trez to like a hundred million. I was like, please don't don't say that. I'm glad that y'all got him, and y'all got him for cheap, which confused me because. It sounded like he was going for the bat, but what? He's only getting nine mil. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so this is how y'all treat your spies. Yeah, this is how y'all treat your spies, huh? Okay, all right. Listen, I see. Said your see y'all listen, listen. Our our deep cover agents. All right, that's that's how we treat them. So shout out to Bitrez for coming over. Uh, this season, do you think the Nuggets will take another step forward? Possibly make it to the uh, well, they they did make it to the Western Conference Finals. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, okay, I'll just be honest. They're not making it to the NBA Finals, but do you think that the Nuggets take a step forward and end up being like a top three seed in the West? Or do you think the Clippers maybe take a step forward and end up actually really dominating this year because they made some some pickups in the offseason? It's tough because like, look at all the teams that ended up um, improving, and you know, the you expect a step forward to be taken. I mean, you look at the Trailblazers. If we get the Trailblazers healthy, that's a different team. Like, you know, we always said that they weren't a true number eight seed, for sure, even though the way they played in that first round might as well have been an eight seed. We know that they're better than that. And now that they're going to be healthy, and, of course, shout out to Carmelo for re-signing and staying there because he can honestly – he doesn't need to do much to to make the top ten all-time scorers list. So the fact that he will most likely get that this year is just – Great. That's gonna be a um, for for everybody who's a fan of Melo. That's gonna be phenomenal. Um, the Warriors. Well, we thought the Warriors would be fully back, but unfortunately, Clay's hurt again. However, the pickups, while they don't fully make up for the loss of Clay, they do add more offensive firepower. And you know, you never know when someone buys into your culture and buys into the team, and you're asking them uh, to step up more. You, you don't know what you'll get from them. You know, there's more that you haven't seen before. And so, um, all in all, for the Nuggets, where if they're a top three seed again, I'm not surprised because they've been kind of consistent with that the last two seasons. Uh, whether they'll be able to take a step forward and and make it to the finals, I don't know. It's just the competition's gotten more stiffer. The Lakers, with their recent departures and recent additions, 
they are more offensively uh, gifted and consistent entering this coming season. Um, you know, the Warriors, I'm not going to sleep on the Warriors with a healthy uh, with a healthy Curry, um, healthy Draymond, you know, Kelly Oubre's out there, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Wiseman, you know, we'll, we could see some magic happen. Uh, we know for the for the Mavs, it might be we might see a step back from them because they won't have KP. Um, Seth Curry is gone, which was a good bench piece uh, with his scoring. Uh, you know the Jazz. I I'm not hyping up the Jazz anymore. No, nope. I'm not doing that no more. I'm over them. Um, we look at the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies barely, barely, barely missed the cut. They really did. Barely missed the cut. And this is a group of young guys who are just going to continue taking that step forward. So they're going to be competitive, not a top three seed. If they're a top three seed, I'm going to be flabbergasted. Like, at that point, you know what? John Morant might might have to be a top three MVP candidate if he's able to lead the Grizzlies to a top three seed. Facts. Um, the Rockets changed up, you know. John Wall is entering the building. Bro. Bye bye, Brody. Hello, <laughs> gang bang John Wall. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's about to be a movie in Houston. We're about to see what what it do over there. So, whether and they have a new coach, new GM, so they're still up in the air. We don't know exactly what they're going to be looking like. Um, shoot, there's Phoenix. You know, the addition of Chris Paul. It's yeah, it's another good move. So for me, simply put, the Lakers will be a top two seed. I have no no doubt about that. The yeah. Clippers will be a top three seed. Okay, it will be. It will come down likely to Clippers versus Lakers. I feel like this year we will truly get Clippers Lakers Western Conference Finals, and from there it's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. I like that you brought up the Blazers though. Blazers. Uh... Of course, like you mentioned, re-signing Melo, um, re-signed Rodney Hood coming back from an Achilles injury. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's major. He's in a good little bench piece. He's a good bench piece, not little piece, but a good bench piece. They they signed Ennis Cantor. He comes back to Portland um, after leaving a couple seasons ago. That's a good that's a good piece for their front line. Um, I didn't on paper uh, Hassan Whiteside uh, at center partnered with uh you know with Zach Collins I'm sorry with a Nurkic is a great center pairing but we all know in terms of work rate where Hassan Whiteside falls so I think Cantor yeah. and Nurkic as centers for that team great Zach Collins if he can stay healthy great um other offseason pick I think the biggest piece to watch for that they picked up in the offseason two biggest pieces Robert Covington and H- Harry Giles Robert Covington we already know oh, he breaks the yeah. table great I forgot three about that Great yeah. three guy. Um, Henry Giles has dealt with injury throughout his career, but a lot of folks don't know this. Coming out of high school, he was the next big thing. Gets to, I think he's injured his senior year, um, gets to Duke, ends up going to Duke, uh, injured one season, plays a season, and then enters the draft early. Uh, if he can stay healthy, he's a double double machine easily for this oh, team. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. front line, uh, Portland is pretty set. The question is, can the Mamas boys, Dave Lillard, CJ McCollum, can they actually coexist and get this team over the hump? If not, I, my humble opinion, the offseason, next offseason, they need to break them up. 
so it's the moves that have been made in the offseason by teams who are looking to contend for a title or at least contend for a conference crown have been great. I'm looking forward to what the season looks like starting December 22nd. All right, folks, set your calendars. And the Christmas Day matchups are going to be great. Ooh, yeah, we're playing the Nets on Christmas Day. It's crazy because that's the second game of the season for us. <laughs> it's the Christmas game is the second game of the season. Like, no, I thought the, it's crazy. I thought the Warriors are playing the Nets on Christmas. No, no, no. Oh, unless they changed it. Really? No. Nah. Yeah, we're playing. It's uh, it's at TD Garden, so Got we'll it. see if Kyrie. Um. Oh, you're right. Foot. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think who are the Warriors playing? The Warriors are playing the Bucks. That's what it is. They're playing the Bucks. So Giannis oh. is Giannis is auditioning for his potential. Oh yeah, I was just like, you know, some of these days slick with some of the scheduling of the games. Like, their narratives definitely being pushed. Yep. Definitely being pushed, yeah. so especially with that debacle yeah. with um, Bogdan. Bogdan. Because when I when I read an article on it, so the issue was it's not like Bogdan didn't want to go there. It's the fact that Milwaukee wasn't like covert with with their recruitment. Yeah, you know, no every it was public knowledge that Giannis had talked to him, that Giannis's brother had talked to him, and then Bucks management were super confident and low key kind of bragging. That they were going to get bogged on, and then it was just like, hold on, this sounds like tamper, especially since it was months in advance. It wasn't like, oh, just one day this all happened. Like, no, this has been building up for a while during the COVID break, which is tough because it's a unique situation. We don't know if this season's coming back, so why not just, you know, converse? Then the season comes back, and it's like, all right, cool. And, you know, the threat of the NBA saying, like, hey, if this goes through, we may have to open investigations. Like, that's a hassle Bogdan and his team didn't want to have to deal with. And in the article that I read, Bogdan himself reached out to Giannis, was like, yo, I never said I was coming over. I just want to make that clear. Like, you know, all these reports coming out, that doesn't come from me. I want y'all to understand that. And that's how they missed out on Bogdan. It's just because they kind of put all their eggs in the basket and kind of started running before... Uh, they were told to go. Bro, that they they apparently didn't learn a lesson from the Lakers and <laughs> and, Magic. and uh and uh and the Chris Paul situation back in twenty ten. Uh were, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, upset yeah. as I was at the league uh vetoing that trade and I personally want to get a lawyer to sue the league for for, for comp- some sort of conflict of interest. How can you own the the the, the, the Pelicans at the the Hornets at the time? And you're the the league owned the team, and then have the nerve to say, "Well, uh, we're going to veto the trade because we don't want to cripple this team." You don't want to cripple the team. They end up Chris Pons up getting traded to the Clippers, and all the players who came over uh, from the Clippers all ended up injured that season. It was a waste. It was a wash, anyways. So for the the. And the problem was the reason why everyone kind of got win and the league ended up vetoing that trade was because Jim Bus was running his mouth. Uh, they had gotten a verbal agreement from Chris Paul. The deal was going to go through the following morning and he's flapping his gums. I'm sure as, as a, if I was an owner in the league, listen, if you play any fantasy sports with me and I see any sort of trade come through that I think is, 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 is bogus, I'm vetoing. My veto game is strong. So I would have done the same exact thing if I was a league owner, possibly. Now I'm upset because it happened to my Lakers, but that's a whole nother story. Oh yeah. We, we've gone off on the rabbit trail. But anywho, folks, stay tuned. Shout out to uh, to the cousin, 
definitely having her back soon. Um, keep your eyes out for her Christmas drop. Um, on her, you can check out her Instagram. I know her, her website's coming out soon, but you can check out her Instagram uh, at Shop Dillies. Um, check out the episode, Vibing with Dillies. Till then, we'll see y'all on episode number three. Omo. Night, chap. <laughs>